Hello and welcome to On The Drive Home. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm the Jedi to his last... Katie. <laughs> Katie! Katie! <laughs> and we just saw uh, The Last Jedi, Star Wars Episode 8. Also known as the last movie um, that had potential of re making Star Wars good, but yeah. didn't. Yeah. And also another movie that Disney can make a lot of money off of with merchandising. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, starring Daisy Riddle. Ridley, Ridley. Ridley. <laughs> I say Riddle. Daisy Riddle. Daisy Riddle. Because it's a puzzle as to why uh, of course. she's in it. Yeah. Uh, John Boyega, uh, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, um, and a whole bunch of other people yeah. that I are too good to not. Wow, Joseph Gordon Lovett was in it. Huh. I didn't know that. I noticed well, that uh, they they had a small part with the guy from The Leftovers too. He was in there for a minute. He was the guy that which was the guy, gambler. Oh, the oh, uh, yeah, which the guy, guy that had the leftovers? rose thing. Uh, the main guy, the cop. Oh, Justin Thoreau. Or, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, directed by Rianne Johnson and, and written by is, him and yeah. based on George Lucas' characters. So I'm sure you guys guessed from our lovely intro there that we didn't like it. Yeah, it was worse than The Force Awakens, which is kind of saying something. There's more yeah. plot holes than you can shake a laser sword at. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, so let's put it this way. So Force Awakens was a bad movie in the fact that they didn't take any kind of risks or anything like that. Yeah. It was basically like, you know It was just a rehash of New Hope. Exactly. But like one thing Death that Star, they did they do is the, the new characters, Finn, Poe, yeah. and Ray. They were fun to watch and, and yeah, see what they no, did. I liked all three of those characters. And actually, I liked all three of them in this movie, too. I did not. I felt really? that they were completely misutilized. They didn't have any point. Like, I'm going to get into it. Like, okay, go for the it. The whole... My main issue with this film is that all of all of the tension it's fake and manufactured like they they say they put they say like oh we need to do this and then they throw an obstacle in the way that doesn't really make sense and then they they overcome the obstacle because the characters just suddenly have some sort of revelation uh revelation or or there's a new piece of plot information and then it just evaporates every single detail like and they keep doing this throughout the entire movie so it's yeah. just all of the tension is manufactured. It's not, it's not real. It has, and the characters they don't, they don't do anything with them. Like they, they were fun to watch in The Force Awakens, and they didn't have any like spunk or anything that was really neat about them. Well, you see, I kind of disagree a little bit with that. I, I think Ray actually had a lot going on, mm -hmm. and I actually there were some parts in there where I liked her battle with, um, Kyle. Uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. Now here, let's just before we get yeah. to that though, story basically starts out. Ray is uh, on. It's and, so convoluted. Okay, well, we just kind of uh, yeah, dumb yeah, it down, yeah, I guess. Ahead. I guess so. Um, the so the bad guys, <laughs> the um, the dark you're, side. You're doing a great job. Yeah, right okay. here I am. They're attacking the rebels, and they all run away through light speed, and they run out of gas. Well, it turns out. Um, they can follow the rebels, and they're trying to through light speed, through light speed, which is a new a, plot a device. This is a new with plot a device. They said yes. you can't, you you can't, you can't follow somebody through hyperspace. That's the whole yeah. thing that they just added in this movie. You can't track somebody, and then they get rid of it immediately after. Well, anyway, so they they're tracking the rebels. So they're running, I guess. So they so Finn and a girl named Rose try to figure out a way to stop. Um, 
basically the bad guys from following the rebels. Yeah. Um, while this is all happening, uh, Ray is on an island with Luke Skywalker, and I'm assuming she's going to be trained as a Jedi, which we only see for just two minutes. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if she even got trained or not. But anyway. Who cares? Um, and then, uh, and it turns out, well, I'm not going to do any pot, uh, plot spoilers, but um, to my, but they all end up together and then they all run away. <laughs> Basically, that was a very, very poor description of the story. Yeah, well, that's the whole but, thing is they keep they keep adding these little <laughs> things like like. I felt Should we like, just go into spoilers here? If we're just gonna like just complain about this whole movie. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and give our rating. Okay. What would you give this? Out of zero two. to five stars. Two. Katie gives it two yeah. out of five. Yeah. Uh, I I give it a one okay. out of five. And this is okay. This is a very bad podcast review right now because I think I feel a little disorganized with this. But let's put it this way: that's how the movie felt. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So actually, before, this is all spoilers. Yeah. Before we get even even get into the spoilers, like the main. Another main issue, it's kind of the same one that I already mentioned in a way, but they 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 just introduce plot devices to make them to make them obstacles to build this tension. Yes. And and there's no I'm just repeating myself. I had it much better in my head a second ago. That happens. Whatever. Okay, so the reason why I wanna start doing plot, uh, plot spoilers now is because you almost kind of can't explain this movie without kind of going into it. So how it works is, so Finn and Rose have to get rid of the bad guys following the rebels, right? So they decide they need to find um, a a person that breaks codes, a code breaker. So they had to go to a gambling planet. And when they go on the gambling planet, it turns out that's a bad planet because the people there make money from selling machines to the rebels and the bad guys. Well, so they're there and um, and they pick up a strange code breaker guy. Then they go to the ship and they're going to try to break the code. Well, it turns out, though, the rebels on the ship had a plan, but they couldn't tell everyone about the plan because if they did, then I guess it wouldn't work. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. They, they, they basically make Poe like, oh, he's this run-and-gun guy that, yeah. that kind of goes by his own rules, which is fine, but he completely dismisses orders. He betrays his own cause multiple yes. times. Uh, and then during the entire uh, uh, mission where they're, where they're going to this other planet, all they have to do is tell their commander, like, hey, we know how to get rid of this tracking thing that is right. making us stand still. And, and they're, they're like, no, we can't tell this new commander this. Why? Well, because we, the script doesn't tell me why, so I can't, well, I can't give a reason the thing. why. And, and so they go to um, the bad guy's spaceship. They're going to get rid, and they're trying to get rid of the tracker when they get caught. Well, when they get caught, it turns out they, were, they found out through the um, Finn and Poe and the Codebreaker guy that the rebels were escaping on little pods. So, in other words, when they went there to help them, it actually made it worse. Yeah. And and that actually they, set up their demise. Then, in when a way. they finally get back yes. to the ship, they start a mutiny because yes. he doesn't agree with the commander again. Exactly. And then the commander and didn't it, agree with him, and she started shooting her own people. Yes. And what the hell's like, going on? What? What? And that's not even to begin with Ray and. Luke Skywalker, okay? So Ray's on the island with Luke Skywalker. He's like, I'll never train. I'll never train. And all of a sudden he says the old thing of Leia from uh, yeah, New Yeah, this Hope. was the whole thing. He's yeah. been gone 
He's been he's like exiled years, himself years, years, for years. thirty years. Yes. He's decided no, you know the no more the Jedi, Je no more Jedi, no more Sith. I think that yeah. it's all the wrong path, which is a really neat plot idea. I think that that's a cool idea that they could yes. work with. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason he's exiled himself. He doesn't want anything to do. He's actually given up his Force powers. Okay, great. Ray comes there. She's like, hey. You know your sister. She sent me after you. I wanna, I wanna make sure that you come back and you help us in the rebellion. He's like, no. She spends like weeks there and keeps asking him, trying to be like, no, you really gotta come help us. He's like, no. All of a sudden, R two D two shows him the video from A New Hope, and then he's like, where Leia's just sitting there, like, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. And that was all it took. He's like, oh, okay. I'll oh, okay. Now. I'll okay. go. I'll totally help you out now. Yeah. And I didn't even really see the training. There was like no training. He just saw her play with a lightsaber and that was her training, I think, I feel like. They kept on trying to like just you know? take parts from mm -hmm. the original trilogy and inject them into this. Yeah. Like they had they had the scenes with, uh, uh, you know, on Dagobah where Yoda is training Luke. Okay, we got that checkbox. We have the um, beginning, the Hoth battle, but instead they decided to put it at the end of this movie. Uh, that where yeah. they're on the salt planet, uh, they even like they even make the entire thing out of out of uh, salt, so that it's all white. And they even have a guy like one of the the extras who like he reaches down and touches the the salt and then licks it and he says like oh it's salt, even though he's been on this planet for a while now and that's just what he knows that's there. But the only reason they put that scene there is so people wouldn't be like oh oh it's another snow planet. They're yeah. like no no it's salt because it's different. They have the entire scene uh, with uh, Luke, Vader, and the Jedi, and uh, the Emperor from uh, Return of the Jedi, and they, they reenact. Yeah, they reenact that with Snoke, and then the uh, Ray and, and Kylo, and it's like yeah. they're just they're just trying to rehash all of these things. Yeah, and it's the same thing from Force Awakens, you know, and like instead of a Death Star, they have a bigger Death Star, right? Yeah. You know, and instead of like Darth Vader, they have Kylo Ren with a mask, yeah. you know. And it's, so it's the same thing as Return of the Jedi, but like instead of and um, Empire, they ripped them both off. Yeah, I guess you kind of did. Uh, so instead of like, oh, what was like, um, the, so the Emperor, they had Snook, like yeah. you said, instead of Darth Vader, you know, Kylo Ren. And it's just... And they have... They, they don't ever explain, like, where Snoke came from. Yeah. What What's the deal with him? Why he has this scar? Yeah. Like, he's obviously very old. He's old enough to be around way before uh, the Emperor... Like, when the Luke... Emperor. Yeah, when the Emperor died and Darth Vader's there and all this. Like, all of that stuff. He's totally been through all that. And yet there's no mention about him. Yeah. And he's obviously just as powerful or maybe even more powerful than the Emperor, but he's just sitting there. Like, nothing. Well, you know, I guess you could sort of say the thing, same thing for Return of the Jedi. They never explained where the Emperor came from, either, in Return of the Jedi. He was just the Emperor. But, I mean, why why is Snoke all of a sudden this big leader? I feel like Snoke like, was like so, the, em so the Emperor. So here's the deal. If the Emperor, if there's always the Master and Apprentice, yeah. then you have the Emperor. He's got his apprentice as Vader because Vader is the most powerful. All of a sudden, Luke Skywalker comes around. Luke is more powerful than Vader, according to the Emperor, so he wants Luke to be his apprentice. But there's right. Snoke. Obviously, Snoke is, like, super-duper powerful. So why is he just completely out of it? Like, they don't no explain idea. any of it. There's no reason for him to, like, be there. Well, they had to have a bad guy. You had to have a leader of the bad guys, and that was him. 
And then even yeah. the even the the credit like the the opening scroll where they you know have the three paragraphs about what's going on. Yeah. Like they just say like the first order is now like reigning supreme, and you're like why? Like yeah. what what happened after Return of the Jedi to where this other uh, group they became so powerful? Like they never explained it in the Force Awakens, and now they never explained it in this one. And I don't remember Chewie going with Rey to the island where Luke was in the Force Awakens. Maybe it, it did happen, but I just don't remember that. I don't think they explained that she took the Falcon. Maybe they did. I, don't, but I wasn't you, really I would worried have to about re-watch that. that part. Well, I, I, just, I, was, I just didn't remember Chewie being with her. Another thing that like really that. pissed me off about this was Luke Skywalker. They they take Luke Skywalker, whose entire premise, his, the entire idea of him, is that he sees the good in people and he brings them back. Yeah. That's the entire point of Luke Skywalker. And what do they do with him? They make him act like he's about to kill Kylo Ren. Okay, because but, he sees yeah. him, that he has too much power. But don't you remember that he wasn't going to do it? It was a moment of weakness he had. But just, same, just the same the thing like in Return of the Jedi. He had a moment of weakness before he killed his father. It was... He didn't. It was the same thing. Because Luke um, maybe was not as... I don't know. It still felt just really trite to me. Well... I don't know that. I guess that part didn't bother me probably as much as it bothered yeah. you. But I felt like that was just the same thing, like in Return of the Jedi. To me, like, that was the there, same. There's, it's like still Luke still has a little bit of a weakness with maybe like letting the dark side get to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, he's still kind of he's not as strong as he thinks he is with some of that stuff. Yeah, and that's how. No, I that's took a it. that's a good point. I wish they yeah. would have elaborated on that because that was well, that would have been a good story. The point, other interesting you know? thing. The relationship between um, uh, Kylo Ren and Rey, yeah. like they had a really cool plot device for having them get together and talk without actually being. Yeah, no, in the I same really space. liked that, and that's what I was trying to say. Like, I think the ending actually was really cool when they started fighting on the spaceship. You know, her and him. I don't know, and they were, and, and he was kind of right. He's like, let's just start fresh. Let's start everything brand new. You know. But and then at the same time... I kind of thought that was like, yeah, why not? I don't know. I thought that was kind yeah. of a cool idea. Like, get rid of, like, the Empire. Get rid of, like, the Rebels. And just start something brand new. And that, that I thought was, that was, was kind of cool, actually. That was really cool. And yeah. the only reason that it stopped being cool is because immediately after he said that, they changed her from, like... Because the entire theme of the movie was, like, there's always gray. There's, like, uh, the, the, the business people that are selling weapons to both the, the Rebellion and... Uh, the the Empire or the First Order or whatever. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Luke where he's like, I don't think that there should be the Jedi. I don't think there should be the Sith. And then you have these two main characters where they're like, I don't think that we should have any of this stuff. Let's kind of let's kind of go our own path. The whole point of the movie is gray, and yet they completely throw that out the window where after they get their confrontation, and he's like, Hey, screw all this stuff. Let's let it burn. Let's do something new. So join me so that we can take over the universe. Like, right there, they just had this great idea, and then they just stopped short yeah. of doing it. Yeah. Like, it was it was neat. I remember when we were watching that, it was like, that's great. I think and this I is a really that interesting a really way cool to go. Way to go. Like, and then they immediately yeah. jump back to like, no, he's the bad guy, she's the good girl, yeah. let's go ahead and move on. Yeah, and exactly. And dismissed... Not only not only something interesting, but dismissed what I think was the theme of what the movie was trying to get across. Yeah, exactly. 
No, uh, and I, I agree. The problem is, I feel like there's just too many hands in the pot here. Disney wants merchandise, so they had to put a whole bunch of cute little animals in there. And there was you no know? point. And there was no point in no. those things. No, they other were than annoying. to be cute. And you know, actually, and in a lot of ways, I sort of felt like I was watching the Phantom Menace. Yeah, <laughs> that was, they were like you a know, little Jar Jar. They were. I, I hate to say that, but this movie made me feel like the Phantom Menace a little bit. Like. Tons of special effects with a very bad story, yeah. you know, and they're, like they're trying to set up for something really good, and they just don't do it. The plot was like a video game where they're yeah. just trying to pad out time for the gamer. Like, yeah. like they're like, okay, we got to do this. Okay, we're on our way to do this. Oh, oh, no, you can't get the red key. You got to get the blue key and silver key first, and then you can go back and get the yeah. red key. So then you diverge on this other plot, and it's just... It keeps going in all these directions. It's like, don't. Yeah. What do you make it so yeah. complicated for? I, if yeah. and and you can tell like, they don't have a cohesive story. They're trying to do the Ray Kylo Ren thing, and then they have all these other pieces that they want to get done, but they don't know how to actually write the movie in a way that makes them all tie together. Yeah. So they keep putting all of these roadblocks in all of the other plots' ways just so that they can culminate approximately around the same time and have somewhat related tension, even though it just kind of falls apart. Yeah. I, it's, I feel like they just wanted a whole bunch of stuff in it again. And, and also, let's put it this way, if you want something that's beloved in your pop culture to be destroyed and merchandised, give it to Disney. And yeah. they will make sure that happens with pizzazz. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? That's one thing Disney's good at right now, in my opinion. I, I knew this was gonna happen. I knew right away when they're gonna when they got their hands in Star Wars, boom merchandise, boom. That uh, has, the stories can't go certain ways because they have to be family oriented and stuff like that, you know. And well, you, can, you can have family oriented things but still have meaning to them. Like well, there's take, just take, no heart. There's just take no Coco or the Toy Story movie. Well, there's just like... no more heart with these stories anymore. It's no more. It's just it's done. There was, there, there's no more heart with any of these Star Wars stories. There was a that scene that I thought kind of was a excellent metaphor for Disney on the Star Wars universe when Luke decided to he's going to burn down the library like the last remaining books of the Jedi Order and he's like I'm just going to let and he's talking to Yoda too which is just really awkward but he's telling Yoda I'm just going to let it all burn. I'm like, yeah, that sounds yeah. about what Disney's trying to do. Yeah, but... And that, that yeah. Yoda scene, like, they take the character of Yoda and they bring him back to, like, the jokey Yoda. Mm -hmm. That was the first part of when we meet him in Empire Strikes Back, yeah. which is not who Yoda was. That was an entire facade that he put on to try to test Luke to see yeah. what kind of a person he is. And then they made that his actual character in this one, which is not who he is. Yeah. I feel like if they got rid of all the middle stuff and they just did the beginning and the ending, I think it wouldn't have been that bad. I think it just dragged. Yeah. And they tried to throw in too much stuff. Um, yeah, that entire you know, scene on the casino world, like, yeah, not only was it all po pointless, but like, yeah. they, they, they throw in like, like corporate greed, but don't do anything with it. They just mention it. They throw in like animal cruelty. They don't do anything with yeah, it. And they, they just... throw in the ethics of like selling weapons to both good and bad guys. Yeah. And then know? they also and do, like, yeah. And so then... who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? You know? 
And then even the yeah. kids, like the child child laborers, like yeah, there's child there's child labor, but no one talks about they it. They have all know? of these yeah. little elements, and then they don't do anything with them. They're just yeah. like, oh, we're just gonna mention that this is a thing, and it's like, why are you mentioning it in a Star Wars universe? Like, yeah. what's the point of this? Yeah, make it at least a little worthwhile. Or I something. mean, are are they added to the story or yeah? yeah. Humorous, please. We're not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. And I, I don't understand why this movie is getting such high reviews. I just do not understand. I think it's because yeah. it's since the, tonight's the first night, I think, and you can see this with most movies, like after release date, you can see like Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, the scores go down because now everybody is able to see the movie because there's a lot of critics that, that they don't go to these premiere events. They don't go to anything like that because it, it kind of messes with the integrity of their review. And they know that. So they, they wait until they can see it for real. Um, but I'm sure that Disney is only allowing certain people that they know are going to be sycophantic, you know, the, the latchy people. Yeah. Those are the only people that they're going to let see their films prior to release so that you get these massively inflated scores. Like, it's on Metacritic right now at 85 like, some of the greatest yeah. movies ever made are 85s on Metacritic. And yeah. you're telling me that this one is? Like, yeah, it's 93 and, and, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and here's the deal. Like, I know that I, I I, just didn't like it, and that's my opinion. But there's no way that this movie is the caliber of the of other films in that range. Well, they did like Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. It's it's like they have a different rubric for, uh, for, for different movies. I wonder if it's because... It was a female lead, and they're like, "We must like it because it's female." Lead. Which, which is funny, because I even mentioned this on a previous podcast. But uh, they did it on the trailer, and then they did it here too, where Ray is like, "I need someone to tell me where I belong in this world." And I oh, remember, yeah. I remember yeah, hearing that in the right. trailer, and I was like, "Yep." Because a woman needs to be told what to do. Like it's funny, yeah. They don't make her power. If you're gonna have a main lady or woman as as the lead, remember she's got to have a super bad flaw. She can't be like super right awesome. She's got to have. Well, it's okay. Like, like she it's still okay. needs someone to lead her. It's she okay to have flaws, to but the idea of a character that this is your this is your empowering character, and she's like, I need a man to tell me where to be. I need Luke to tell me what to do. Oh, Luke won't tell me. I need Kylo to tell me what to do. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And they, they did that in the trailer. Yeah. I bitched about it in the trailer. And the movie, actually, they don't have, like, another line of dialogue. There's not missing context or anything like that. It's it's literally what they were going for. I still, though, I still stand by my statement. I like the character. So I like Finn. I do like Rey. Um... And I thought Rose was really cute. Um, I thought I thought Poe was a good character in the first one, yeah. but this one he's a terrible character. He just he has no or... redeeming qualities. All he is is just uh, somebody that's not gonna that's not gonna help the rebellion. He's actively making it worse. Well, that's the whole point. I don't understand why they threw that stuff in. Like, wasn't someone actually rereading the story? Like, hey, wait a minute, these guys actually stops the rebellion and are killing all these people by trying to break this tracker. Yeah. I mean, didn't someone read that, you know? Or they're just looking for an excuse to put Finn and Rose on the ship, you know? And that's just how what they came up with. And then the end scene with you know? uh, all the, 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 the last amount of the rebels that are in the base, they sent out their distress signal. And all of the other rebels, apparently, they say it in the movie that they hear the response, they hear the call for aid, aid, requiring aid, but no one responds to it. And it's like, why? Why yeah. did they? 
Like it's because, it's one thing yeah. to say like, hey, we can't, we're in our own battle, or we can't because this is a lost cause, and I'm sorry that you guys got yourselves into this. Like they don't do anything. They basically just say like, no, there is the rebellion's completely disassembled or something, and and it's just it it completely <laughs> yeah. misses any sort of relevance. My favorite part is when she's like, no one's responding to our signal. No one will help us. Someone else oh, yeah. has to explain it. It's like, yeah. really, lady? Thank you for extra explanation there. There was woman-splaining in this woman-splaining. <laughs> and, then, and then Luke. So, so Luke shows up at the very end to confront Kylo Ren. And that's a, that was actually some interesting stuff. It was neat to see what they do. So Luke decides to sacrifice himself. So Kylo Ren, like, strikes him down. And then you realize, oh, he didn't die. Oh, Luke's like still on his island. Okay, cool. That's that's fine. And then they just kill Luke anyways. So why didn't he just die in battle? He, well, okay, and we talked about this. His spaceship was underwater. He did so it doesn't work. So he had no way of getting there. But then why physically. would it, why would it seem plausible that he is actually actually there, like on the island? He shows up and everybody's like, oh, hey, Luke, what's going on? Well, no, they were all amazed that he was. There on the salt on the salt planet, no, right? I, yeah. I, I know, but like, what's yeah. the point of like, like you? And here's the deal: if if the reason is like, well, we, he didn't have a ship. Okay, so no, you he was show- trying to save them his own way. They could escape, so he, like, basically, um, was like a decoy. For no, 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 no. I understand that, but why wasn't he physically there? Because he couldn't get there. He why, just couldn't. So why didn't they just write in that he had a ship there? Well, I don't know. Talk to the writers. Like, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're not painting themselves into a corner. That's not how the writing process works. They don't get to the end and they're like, well, I guess we got to do this. There's no way of changing anything. Erasers don't exist. Like, there's no reason to have him, like, have two sacrifices. I don't know. It was just a very poor movie, and I think the Star Wars universe is dead to me now, unfortunately. Well, we'll go see the next one. But we will go see yeah. the next one. And we are going to take our son to Disney World Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> we will still, take him there. still the original trilogy. That's awesome. We, um, Jeremiah has made a vow from this day on forward that our son will only see episodes four, five, and six. That's right. Those he will not know. That exist. Of one, two, and three, and now seven and eight. Yeah. Um. So, and we are going to take him to Star Wars World to uh, when Disney opens it up when he's older, of course, not now, but. Yeah. We will do that, but we won't like it. That's right. <laughs> we'll do it though. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was a. That was a long one. That was a long rant that we just had, huh? <laughs> but hey, looking forward to episode nine. Yay! <laughs> well, can't wait to see that and complain about that and say how bad it is. Yeah, really. 